What's up, everybody? How y'all doing out there today? This is the fourth episode, episode four of the 12 Votes podcast. Thank you all for tuning in again. Mm-hmm. We are month in. Thank you for your continued support. We'll appreciate everything you have done for us and continue to keep listening. We got some really good stuff on the show for today. Yeah, thanks everyone for uh, listening and reaching out. Uh, man, we had a, you had a couple things you had on your mind, Demar, you wanted to get out. You know, let's get the show going on. We'll see what's going to happen, so let's bump into the show. Man, so a lot of people have been talking about this new Gillette ad that came out uh, talking about toxic masculinity, uh, Gillette, their slogan is the best a man can get. I mean, what, were your, what were your thoughts on that? This war on man. We have a war on man in this country. Uh, start, starting out hot early. This I don't, is for I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You don't believe there's a war on man? Did you see the commercial? Explain the commercial for those who didn't. Explain what what the commercial was in your mind. For what I see and for what I heard, man is bad. Man needs punishment. Man needs to go. Man needs to be in prison. That's what I got from the commercial. So... In my mind, the commercial said, bad men are bad. Men who do illegal things should go to prison. I don't think they separated enough mm-hmm. or focused on... I think in your mind, like folks like you, you're looking at it saying, oh, it's saying all men are bad. Men like me? No, Aren't you not... a man, Eric? Man, not like you, Demar. You saw the commercial and you said... Oh, it's just saying that all men are bad. You didn't hear that they were. It was men who were committing assault. They're no, men who were committing assault. They're talking about men see, who are doing bad. Did things. you not see the two young boys play fighting? Boys will be boys. Yes. Let's separate them. Yes, because let's separate them. Because fighting is bad. Right, those are excuses that is play fighting bad. It can lead to bad things that you shouldn't. You know, talking about aggression, talking about t- telling men that it's okay to hit people. Telling men it's okay to hit women. Are you serious? So playing now dictates that in the future, people will be aggressive and abuse people? This is the problem that I have with the Gillette commercial. Because of individuals like you who feels the need to see this commercial and say, once again, man is bad. Man needs to go to jail. Like, please. Now, do not get me wrong, America. Wait, hold on a second. The commercial is trying to point out the wrongs that men have been committing and how we didn't see them as wrongs, but we saw them as rights. That this commercial was a, a great uh, way to convey an ad agency or a, uh, a boys club, a men's club, uh, their self-reflection and seeing what they have been doing wrong and recognizing that and then putting action towards it and figuring out ways to fix that. I, that's why I like the commercial. That commercial didn't do none of that. This it did. That what are you talking about? attacked males. Look, since President Trump... I don't feel attacked. Since President Trump became our president and locker room talk got brought to the attention of the entire country, there has been these sensitive feelings towards men that everything that man does is wrong. And I'm not going to stand here they and be attacked. This hasn't just been... This isn't new. This, this is new. This is all new. Man should be more sensitive. Man, man should be this. Man, man should be that. Like, huh? How can you define to a man what a man's going to be? 
I don't think that that's what they're doing. The commercial was the commercial. The commercial. Done. Listen, listen. The commercial wasn't saying what men should be. The commercial was saying what people should be. What people should be. Not just what men should be, but what people should be. Being equal. The commercial wasn't saying men aren't treating women equally. That's not what the commercial was saying. The commercial was saying men are doing things that are wrong, but we're seeing them as right because we're thinking that men cannot be right. So when we say boys will be boys, as in saying boys make mistakes that other people don't make. But these are strictly mistakes that boys make. There's only two and even, listen, sexes in this listen, world. Listen, 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 Man listen, listen, and listen. Hold on, stop, stop. Even though I'm not saying that there's not things that boys can't do, that even though boys might make different mistakes, it's still not okay to just let assault that people things that people are doing to others. It's not okay to let that go unnoticed. And the commercial. Made That's what the commercial was a broad saying. statement about no, that all guys about. are rapists, it didn't say sexual all guys abusers, are rapists. That's we not what beat it up said. on people. Is you stated said? earlier in the show that play fighting leads to aggressive behavior in the future. No, I did not say that it does. I said that I, it could. Oh, it's exactly a broad statement. No, I'm not generalizing. So you're, you're saying that I cannot have... Go to my friend's house and have my son play fight with his son, and they're having fun, having a good time. See, that's 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 what I'm saying, Demar. It's not that this is not that kids on man. Listen, listen, listen. It's not that kids and boys. cannot play fight. But listen, what you, what you just said. I can't go let my kid play fight. You. It's not that you can't let your kid play fight. If you're going expecting your kid to fight people, you're like, okay, I'm gonna take my son over over to this person's house so they can fight. That's weird, man. You're, you're play not fighting. So you never, when you was younger, That's like a fight club. Did yes. You, did you not pretend like you was the Rock when you was little? Have you never delivered the people's help? And aren't you this an outstanding young right. man today? I see. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Sure, That's what I, I am. But it doesn't mean. But that doesn't mean that everything that I did when I was younger was right. No one's saying there's a difference between right and wrong. The commercial made a what? broad <laughs> statement. The commercial, the commercial did not made make a broad a, statement. Why if they wanted the to attack rapists, sexual abusers, and people who take advantage of women, they could have done that in a different way to get the message out. And look, America, most Americans agree. This commercial was on fire the couple of past few weeks. People have been feeling that we have been attacked. Not all men are rapists. Just because a guy says, hello, young lady, you are beautiful, don't mean I'm trying to do anything to her. Yes, the Me Too movement, meaning I felt uncomfortable too when he said that to me. It's, 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 it's more than just a physical assault. It's, it's mental as well. Guys are making women feel uncomfortable. We don't even realize it and because we don't have to deal with it. You know, that's really what the Me Too movement is about, man. I agree to majority of the parts of the Me Too movement. And yes, I do understand that guys go crazy and do some unimaginable things in public. Well, it's not even unimaginable things. It's imaginable. It's, it's And that's what the commercial is about. The Gillette commercial was just saying that, yes, look, look at the what the Me Too movement brought. There's a lot of stuff that people were comfortable with that 
is wrong. I think it's and a even small, the, look, the commercial population. Showed, okay, but still, the, that small, minute population ends up being a larger number when you're talking about percentages. Look at the, I mean, the commercial, it wasn't even just talking about women calling men bad, but it, it had Terry Crews in there. Terry Crews was assaulted by a man, and the man, you know, even if the man doesn't think that it's assault, it, but it turns out being assault, that, that's what these commercials were trying to awaken us to. It was assault. It was sexual assault, but it, it was it was happened to a man, and it was by another man. Back to the Me Too movement. So, what do you know? Tell me about the, the Terry Crews thing. Is that not, what, what is that, Damar? When we talk about the Me Too movement, we're talking about women and Okay, general. no, that we is talking about Terry, Terry Crews talking about men. What happened to Terry Crews was unfortunate. No one, male or woman, should experience something like that. Okay, and that's what the Me Too movement is. But the is commercial about. had a bunch of guys, middle class American males, barbecuing, doing things like this. When we see sexual assault, yes, sexual assault does happen across the board in all social economic cultures. However, when these Me Too women come out, it's usually against President Trump. We've seen some stuff with um, Kevin Spacey. It's just usually big names that happens. Sometimes people are able to, the accusers are able, will get paid and then the problems will go away. Some people do live with it. However, the Me Too movement with this Gillette commercial, it the Gillette commercial was just broad. Yes, women get raped and I feel bad for them and we need to punish rapists. However, that Gillette commercial did not pinpoint them. It went at the entire culture of man. And I'm not going to let the entire the culture, culture of, man. of man. Yes. The, cult, the culture of man. The culture of Tell man. Tell me what the culture of man is, Demar. The culture of man is grouping all of us together like we are sexual predators. How did the commercial group how did the commercial group us all together? One part of the commercial. When I saw the young guy trying to get the young lady's attention, the okay. the other white man jumped in and said, Cat's Calm calling down. because it was cat calling. If I do not know your name, I have to get your attention. Now there's So you don't have to get your ways. attention by saying, Hey, hey, mommy, come here. Hey Girl, you think come here. Girl, you think hey Damar Sheffy for those who uh who maybe you haven't met him, if you ever seen the video of the guy in court saying, Girl, you thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. That's the Marshall. That is not me. No, no, no. You're not gonna have Miss Me Too knocking at my door. <laughs> However, I am a lame, so I will say something funny like this, like an icebreaker. Did it hurt? Did it hurt? Did what hurt? When you fell oh, from heaven. Lord. Yes. Oh, or are you tired? And then they'll say, tired from what? And I'll say, running through it's my the mind. Fact that you say so you're saying that those jokingly that's ju- that's icebreakers a- are okay. considered making me a predator? Okay. Okay. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. So. <laughs> the fact that you say those things is an issue, man. But but I mean not an issue as in I mean that's cute I'm sure I'm sure girls like that yes they do but you gotta you, whatever man I'm not a girl so I don't know. that's corny to me but some of them it is but it's I, I want to re- rearrange the alphabet and put oh, you I heard and that that's a good put one you and I together <laughs> yeah, that's a good one I'm gonna use that tomorrow huh <laughs> no no <Yeah>. no <laughs> but uh that's not the issue the issue is when you're saying oh my gosh you're so beautiful. Ooh, you you have the most beautiful lips. Oh man, you uh, 
you know, what do they say? You're a chocolate goddess or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I would eat you up. I, oh, yes, that is... I want to dip you in some chocolate fudge and... Oh, I'm going to drink your bath water. Oh, I my gosh. <laughs> I heard that one, but... You said that. No, I have not that. said oh, that. Yeah, that's mad. That's so creepy, man. Like, creepy. We really got to have a girl on here. Saying, telling somebody you want to drink their bath water? Uh, I don't think it's creepy. What? However, oh, hey, that's how God. they want to get down. That's how they want to get down. Who gets that? Dude, no. Girls don't like that. Some have you ever met? Do. No, they don't, bro. They act like they do because they're scared. Oh, oh that's another problem. You think? You think, you not, think you, so all girls get scared? I will say. Not, that. I didn't say okay. All girls. I'm sure there are probably some girls who are, are like that, but you've never seen like you know what I'm saying. Someone's not about to be like, oh, uh, hey, how'd you how'd you meet your husband? Oh, girl, well he slid in my DMs and said he wanted to drink my bathwater, so I let him do it, and we got married. Welcome to the year 2019. No, no Facebook, are, Instagram. You know what? I work that. with students, right? That's so na- Hang that's on, nasty. I work with students. Remember the you game? Think girls want, you think girls want? You think girls want to drink bathwater? Time water? out. Time out. Remember the game we used to play when we was in middle school and high school? We'll go to the mall and see who can get the most numbers at the end of the day. There was nothing wrong with that. My students, they'll go to the mall. Or they'll get the Instagram number. So, yes, in about 10 to 15 years, I do expect when people sit down and say, oh, how did you meet? Oh, he slid in my DMs and he said X, Y, Z. No, okay, no, 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 no. I didn't say that sliding in DMs was bad. I just saying it's, I just said it's what you say in the DMs. Yes. That, that, be, that becomes assault that makes people women uncomfortable and the whole point of the commercial and the me too movement is is to tell people that these things that make us uncomfortable that are making women uncomfortable it's not normal for men to do that stuff and it's not good for men to do to make women uncomfortable and use the excuse of oh this is just what we do let's take that a step further because i know from firsthand experience that most women will get rid of their messenger on facebook and on other platforms because they got 10 dudes doing it. So like I said before, just because 10 dudes jump in their inbox does not mean all dudes are like that. And if you come across somebody that you find attractive yes, on Facebook, you hang understand. on, hang on. If okay. you find her attractive on Facebook, the only way that you can communicate with her without, in your terms, being a creeper, without jumping on her post and saying, hey, beautiful, you cute, can we go on a date? It's the slide. You don't have to. No, 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 no. But the more I'm saying, when you approach women, you don't have to say, "Hey, beautiful." You don't have to tell. You don't have to comment on on the way you she looks. You can say, "Hey, how are you doing?" But most girls nowadays will be looking at you like, "What do you want? Are you what? Shoot your shot." Yes, right, right, right. But but you can. But listen though, if you're in her DMs and you and you're asking her to take her on a date, she already knows that you think she's attractive. That might not necessarily be true. Some women have low self-esteem, just as like oh men. Okay, uh, right, Demar. But still, <laughs> most guys. If you're out. asking somebody, if you're asking a girl to go on a date, she, you don't have to tell her that. How you That's have to not true. Most she guys looks. dump girls because they feel like you know she didn't like me, said, and they missed the point. Most guys dump. Girl. No, most guys girl. will dump a chick because they feel like they wasn't into them when it would be guys the dump chicks because they feel like the girl isn't I, into them yes I I know that personally I have a lot of male friends they'll say that I don't have the confidence to talk to her I right right, right I don't have the I, right, but I'm not talking about that I'm my girl makes women. too much money I'm than talking, me okay, okay but I'm talking about women, how women feel when we talk to them 
Are you a woman? No, I'm not. So a then woman. we that you know what? If anybody who lives in the Cleveland area wants to be on right, the podcast see, next right, week, who are right. who is a woman, come on down right, so bet. we get the true perspective of and a we'll, woman. Yeah, we'll finish the conversation and like Demar said, because uh, we're missing the most important ingredient. Because if we, go, I know I'm right though. If we go off based what you're saying, I'm right. The same problems that was in that Gillette commercial, based off your logic, you're following right now because you're speaking for a woman. Okay, but that's... Okay, yeah, because in the Gillette commercial, the guy spoke for him and said, what you really mean is... Exactly. Yes, that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> no, that's not what, I, that's not what I'm doing. The, see, that's what I'm saying. You, you, don't, you don't understand it still. I, I you saw the commercial and you don't, under, you don't understand the basis of it. You feel attacked. That's not about you. Hey, 12 votes fans out oh there. Oh, my gosh. Let right. us know who you think is, who you favor in this conversation. Eric or Demar. We can keep it at that. And until we get a woman on the show, we can revisit this conversation a little bit later. What's up next, Eric? All right, so last week we talked about, what did we talk about? The presidential campaign and you endorsed Kamala Harris. Yep, 2020. And now there's a, a new guy on the block. Well, he's not new on the block, one. Two, he's not officially running yet. Yeah, Howard Schultz. He was the former CEO of Starbucks. Um, a lot of people do not want him to run, surprisingly, such as uh, Democrats. Correct. Uh, Howard Schultz, I mean, you're really fighting fire with fire there. You have him versus Donald Trump. Howard Schultz, again, was the CEO of Starbucks. He's worth uh, several billion. He's actually worth more than, more than Donald Trump. But Howard Schultz was saying that he might run as an independent, and Democrats are going wild. They do not want him to run as an independent. They believe that he will um, take votes from Kamala Harris. Absolutely correct. Yeah, he'll take votes from Kamala Harris. He'll break up the Democratic Party and make it easy for Trump to win. Now, people who say that he's making it easy for Trump to win want to have, have no belief that Howard Schultz could win. And I don't really agree with that. Well, from what I got so far, he is really, really rich. And as we speak, he is building organizations across all 50 states to get put on the ballot in all 50 states. And that's very important because when most independent candidates elect to run, they do not go and try to get put on the ballot across all 50 states. Um, some states, they say they just cannot win or they cannot operate. He was the the what, the former CEO of Starbucks. He has a lot of money. He knows how to build a great organization and a successful organization at that. So with those skill sets being able to translate over, he will definitely be a threat. The question then becomes, can an independent really win a presidential election? And that's the most complex question that we haven't gotten in there yet. And looking at it, it's everyone knows about the Electoral College. Everybody knows whoever the Democrat is, yeah. whoever the Democrat is, is going to win California is a guarantee. But what happens if an independent who has the same values as Californians be able to steal California? And he's a billionaire. I I agree because I mean, when you have the the thing that Trump almost started to do, which is run as you know, run in a party. Mm-hmm. And if they don't give you the primary, run against them as an independent. I don't, I mean, I, I wonder if this has ever happened before. 
I'm sure it's maybe happened once or twice, but I don't really know the his- that presidential history. But, you know, I think Trump could have done it and won in his case because whoever they would have picked, you know, I mean, Trump Trump really, like, outright won that, that Republican primary. He was leading the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was his... It was his primary to lose. Build that wall. But Build that wall. Hillary's was different, whereas Hillary and Bernie were very close. And if, you know, and, and a lot of people, there was a lot of controversy with that. Super delegates got Super lost. delegates and Hillary ended up winning. But they were so close that, you know, if Bernie, if Bernie would have took that risk, you know, they were they were too evenly matched to where if Bernie had a chance to run as an independent, I don't think he would have uh, I don't think he would have been competitive because it was just too evenly split for it to split off whereas with Trump and the Republicans I think if he he had the momentum to where if he didn't get the if he didn't get the nomination uh, the Republican nomination then he he would have been good by himself and I think Howard Schultz if he campaigns as a Democrat and then if he just runs as, a, as an independent when he loses, I think that, I think, I don't know how it'll go, but if it's anything like Trump, I think it'll be, I think he'd be successful, especially if if Hillary's not running. But I think Hillary, I don't think she has it. And, and Kamala, I don't know a lot of people like Kamala Harris, but I, you know, I haven't heard this, Howard, I haven't heard Howard Schultz speak. I, I should do that. He had a 60 minute interview I do believe yesterday. Okay, yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. And he's positioning himself to be a centrist, independent. I saw that. I meaning that. that he's right there in the middle. However, it's going to be complex because Trump is an incumbent. Most people really don't understand elections. An election is usually an incumbent and then challengers. But the incumbent, there's only been a handful of times where someone from the party challenged the incumbent. Um, I can see if the seat was just open and the president was turned out and then both Republicans and Democrats were together trying to put in a new candidate. But Trump is in his first term. So Trump's base is going to be really, really important. And to his base, looking at it, Looking at Trump's campaign promises, he pretty much lived up to 8 out of 10 of his campaign promises. So looking on that scale, is Trump's base going to really leave him? And it's going to come down to the ultimate question. Can Trump keep Ohio, Michigan, Florida, Pennsylvania, and New York under his belt? That's going to be the ultimate question. I mean, so how do you think how do you what do you where do you feel about this Howard Howard Schultz running for you that started there and how do you feel about Howard Schultz running for president and how do you feel about Democrats CNN and Hillary Clinton being against him running he is over the age of 35 and he's a grown man and he can make his own decisions well I would like him or if I was advising him I will tell him that he should run on the Democratic ticket, Democratic Party, win the the nomination, and give the Democrats their platform. Because the candidate who wins the, the, the nomination 
is usually the party leader up until the election. So Trump came out the blue, became the Republican Party nominee, nominee. He shaped the platform for which Americans voted and made him president, and now he's the leader of his party. He's the leader of the grand old party. And that's amazing. So, wait, so you're saying that Schultz should, should do that and, and run as a Democrat, and if he loses as a Democrat, that he should not run as an independent? Correct. If you lose, you Why lose. Why shouldn't he run wrong. as an independent? A lot of Americans would like to see an independent candidate, but like we said before, all independent candidates are not created. The last independent, there was an independent Gary Johnson ran in the last election. And then before that, a real credible independent was against Bill Clinton. And they said that the third party candidate there took from the Republican Party, which gave Clinton the, um, the nod to go ahead. Um, no. So basically, if a poor person wanted to run as an independent president, they would be unsuccessful. Because it takes a lot of money. You need a lot of startup money. Politics is about who could raise the most money and how fast. If you have no money, you have no means to raise money, then you won't be able to get on each of the 50 states' ballots because a presidential election, for most people that don't really see it, it's 50 different state elections at one time. So you're trying to impress throughout the 50 states of the United States of America and trying to become the governor of those different states. You see how hard that is? John Casey, for example, won Ohio because he was already the governor of Ohio. So it was pretty easy for him to win Ohio. But there's a lot of places, yes, but that's because he, I mean, the state's different. I, I don't think it's the, the same as being, it's trying to be the, um... That's true. I, I don't think it's the same as trying to be the governor of a state, but you do have to have a major impact in the state but the state also has to be kind of leading your way almost and then you mm -hmm. have to have what it takes to reverse that state so you know Trump you know Obama won Ohio both uh, terms. both terms and Trump won Ohio uh -huh. so you're looking at okay these people what are, you know what what change for these people to go from Obama to Trump it's simple and possibly message it, the, the message but is is it you know that the years went by, but the people didn't. You know what changed in the people? Were the people just sick of Obama, or were the people who liked Obama the same people who did not like Hillary? It and could be yes on both. It's a know, combination both. of both. Neither one of those answers are wrong. Most people don't understand this. Trump is similar to Obama when it comes to that mythical individual, that mythical leader. Obama ran on hope and change, and yes, we can. And, and Trump ran on the same thing, just in a more negative way. But yes, you're correct. It was negative. Uh, it was negative to whom? You're absolutely right. Because if you does not support Trump, it's negative. If you support Trump, it was positive, right? Yeah. So they was able to get to their base a positive message to motivate their base to come out and vote for them. And Trump won the right states. It is what it is. So that's still go that's gonna be Howard's problem. Howard's problem is going to be he cannot say Obama didn't really have to campaign in California. When people hear these numbers, oh, this is Obama or Trump's fiftieth time in Ohio, it's simple. Because they don't have to campaign in California, 
because California is going to vote D no matter what <laughs> into the, how California is set up. Ohio, like you said earlier, changes color every so often. Wherever, whoever gets into the White House, they need Ohio, best state in the country. Yeah. Oh, hey, we're in Ohio. It's the best state. You, you, so, I still don't understand exactly why you say that he shouldn't uh, run as independent, though. Too much money. He's going. Hey, you said it costs too much money. Mm-hmm. He's going to spend a lot. He's going to spend. But Trump spent. Trump spent less than Hillary. <laughs> because he, he, he was on the Republican ticket. He was a Republican. But there were some states going to him regardless. But Romney, right? But what I'm saying is, uh, he he didn't know Ohio was going to go to him. He campaigned a lot in Ohio. He campaigned a lot in Ohio. But what I'm saying is, you can campaign. You don't necessarily have to spend a ton of money. Oh no, you do. You right. Do. But what I'm saying is, Trump spent less than Hillary. Right, but Hillary had the money to go, and she lost though, and spent the most money. You don't have. Oh, to it's not money. a guarantee if you spend the most money. It's about if you can get your message out. Exactly. So you just said that he shouldn't win because it costs too much. I said it doesn't cost too much for him. No, no, no. See, startup costs and then winning the election are two different things. But doesn't don't you want to play to win? <sighs> yeah. In Howard's case, he might want to play to win. In Howard's case, he might pay to win. We'll see. So you don't know officially. You don't. You if don't he's going to run, you don't know why you said what you said. Oh, Howard's going to lose. I already told you who's going to win the nomination. Until that day comes where she's not the nominee, it is what it is. Wow! Surprisingly good segment already. Let's talk about it. What I find surprisingly good today was, you guessed it, Wakanda Forever. Black Panther won the SWAG Award, and Black Panther got nominated for the Oscars for Best Picture. Hope they win. We all know they should win. Also, today when I was strolling through Facebook, guess what I seen, Eric? Disney is re-releasing Black Panther in AMC theaters. Guess what I'm going to be between the dates of February 1st and February 7th? Uh, watching Black Panther on your fire stick. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to go watch Black Panther at AMC. And you know, I don't even go to AMC. Shout out to Regal. I like Regal theaters. But you know what? Since it's going to be free and I get to see Black Panther again, that's cool. Also, what Disney also did was they also donated $1.5 million dollars to a particular historical black college to continue to keep that funding going. So that was pretty cool too. So Disney, AMC, congrats. You made the addition to Surprisingly Good. Hey, I hope they win the Oscar. Of course they're going to win the Oscar. I really do, yeah. They should. I'm, that, and that's Now I'm confused because how, why didn't they win the Golden Globe? We already discussed that. They got nominated for us. They was hating. I don't know what's going on there. However, I do like Black Klansman too. That was a pretty good movie. <laughs> that is still at AMC, just to give your movie a shout out. Yeah, shout out to, shout out to Black Klansman. Man, what else is going on, Demar? Roger Stone got arrested. That's huge. That's funny. It's uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but man, that guy is so close to Trump. If anyone uh, wants to know who Roger Stone is, Roger Stone is a Republican political consultant. Uh, he's an author, a lobbyist, 
strategist, works for a lot of different Republican candidates. He's been doing this for a long time. Uh, very well known. He has a documentary. He has a lot of books. He has a documentary on Netflix. Which was pretty good, by the way. It was really good. So, the fact that he, you know, that they're after him, and, and that could take a lot of people down. He said he was a snitcher. He came back out like he was a G. Why I said what's funny is because Roger Stone, well, first of all, the FBI tipped off CNN, which was, you know, kind of fishy to me in the beginning. But outside of tipping off CNN, we hear the boom, 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 boom. FBI, open up. And that's when the FBI arrested Roger Stone. He was charged with like six counts. Majority of counts is dealing with lying to Congress. That is a crime, ladies and gentlemen. Furthermore, he was charged with witness tampering. And that's just a combination of different charges. Um, Democrats say this is the gun that it needed to say collusion with Russia with President Trump due to the fact that WikiLeaks was working with Russia. And from what Mueller is saying, he has facts and evidence and emails saying that Roger Stone worked directly with WikiLeaks in conjunction with Russia. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what gets proven. We'll see if there's a deal come out of it. And we'll see what most people say. Will Trump be convicted? And what do you think? We'll take it one day at a time. Oh this Russia's probe is very interesting. Everyone around Trump is being arrested. It's kind of funny. Yeah, that, I mean, the fact that Trump spent months. Arrested yeah, Trump not... spent months talking about lock her up, lock her up. And he said he's going to put the biggest and best people around him to work for us. And all I'm seeing is all his people being locked them up. Locked them up. It's kind of funny. You know, Damar, you had uh, came to me with some international news recently, too. So, because I know we're talking about this Russia thing and, you know, how Russia was involved in our election. And it looks like. The United States is heavily involved in this Venezuela election. Well, we're not heavily involved in the election. Let's separate those two. We don't want our listeners believing that the United States is having a hand in deciding and picking. Well, they're not recognizing the election. They're 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 officially they're recognizing you know one certain president in Venezuela, not the other ones. And Venezuela is one of the main. Um, Oil producers as they, are they in OPEC? I think something like that. Oh man, you never know. Um, not probably not OPEC. But. So for those who are unfamiliar with Eric is talking about, Venezuela had a democratic election a, f- a few days to a few weeks ago, and their current president was not reelected. However, their current president. Well, I think the current the current president was reelected, but no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. The United States is saying that the election was. Uh, a fake election that was which fraud. means that if it was a real legit election, but I mean we don't know. The that's guy what would have won. Right. Well, the United <laughs> States is basically saying that old guy, the new leader, he won the presidency, and he should be respected, and the old leader should properly transfer power over to the new leader. However, the old leader has the United States could arrest him for some war crimes and other miscellaneous crimes. That he has done in office. The new president said that he will go as far 
as not allowing that and giving him amnesty for the crimes that he could have committed while in office. Um, the military in Venezuela came out in support of the former president who refuses to give up power. I know Bolton gave a speech today, and I know well, he media, won the he won the election. So he's saying that I I won the election, so I'm president, and then and then everyone's saying it was a fake doorway yeah. election. The United States, but it's like this. But it, okay, so yeah, I mean, and that hey could be true. I mean, that's what the United States is saying. So I'm I'm gonna go guess what that is probably true. Mm-hmm. But you know, how, when do we like pick and choose what? What Trump are we gonna believe today? You know, like okay, we're we're not going with like his domestic policy, but if he says that there's a dictator here, then then we agree with him on that end. America you know, has like always been picking and choosing which. It's like we're picking and choosing which Trump. You know, we're saying, oh, Trump is crazy, but man, he has really good foreign policy because there's a dictator in Venezuela, and I agree with him on that. You know, but we're not saying that we agree with him on that. We're just like picking and choosing. Well, with the president, you will. With the president of the United States, you will always pick and choose which you like. The president is commander in chief. He is the foreign ambassador. He is the leader of his particular party. He is the executive director, basically, if you want to say that title of the federal government. So you can like, you cannot like how he's running the federal government, but you can like how he's being a commander in chief or like his foreign policy. So there's many different avenues where you can criticize the president of the United States. Um, back to Venezuela, America has always seemed to have a problem with Venezuela. And I guess it just called up to our current commander-in-chief. And our current commander-in-chief is saying that I'm going to leave all options on the board, but we'll see what happens. But and here's another thing, too. You know, we're saying that their election is fake, right? Mm-hmm. But we also say that our election was fake. <laughs> Go so figure, like, what, right? Yeah, like, you know, what? like I said, I, I feel like people are picking and choosing stuff and just believing, like, whatever we see our favorite news site say. Because our favorite news site, said, you know, says one thing about Trump, and then now they like his foreign policy, but they don't like his domestic policy. They He knows what he's talking talking about in other countries, but he doesn't know what he's talking about here. And then you know, their elections are bad, but our, but we don't like our elections. So we just gotta have faith in our American intelligence officers and agents, and trust that they give the president the best option, and the president is the person who decides to choose which option he's going to go with. And unfortunately, right now, elections do have consequences. That's a quote by President Obama. Right now, our president is President Trump. He's the one who gets to make those decisions. The intelligence agency do their very best, and I respect those individuals. So at the end of the day, Trump got to make that option. If they're saying 5,000 troops going to Venezuela, I don't want troops, and I don't want boots on the ground. It's going to be challenging. I do also know that we get reports from the same press conference. The U.S. Department of Treasury has sanctioned one of Venezuela's top oil production company in retaliation for this fake election or Mm -hmm. he say, she say election. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, I hope Trump refocuses back on the home front.
He's trying to, I think. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. I mean, he wants one thing. Other people want another thing. They don't want the wall. And and we want, um, you know. Border, I mean, border, border security, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of other issues going on in the United States. Yeah. But, you know, I guess we do have to figure out something with our borders. I'm not sure well, what, guess what, what? exactly that's going to be. President Trump did blink to the Speaker of the House. The government, for those who have not heard... It's open for business. We're back. Um, the longest shutdown in U.S. history is over. 35 days and no longer counting. I am kind of worried, though. Trump is saying that he might shut down the government by February 15th if he doesn't get his wall. My thing is, Trump, if you're going to talk about this national security emergency, why don't you act like the President of the United States? Declare it. Get the money and let Democrats sue you in court. By the time that happens, if they don't get that injunction to stop building the wall and Trump's finished building the wall, no court is going to hear the case regardless. Maybe they might hear on the merits of the president declaring a national, a national emergency, but that's a power technically invested solely in the president of the United States. So it might just be a mute case. Yeah. We'll see. So to round it out, Super Bowl, who you got tomorrow? New England Patriots. Why? Tom Brady. Why do you like Tom Brady? He's the greatest quarterback of all time. But also, I like Sony Michelle. That boy is putting in work. Who? My God. Who? Sony Michelle. He's their running back. Oh, okay. And then James White. Good looking out, James White. You helped me out in my fantasy leagues this year. I appreciate the love, man. Um... James White did his thing. Um, the that two-headed monster down there in Boston is taking their talents to Atlanta, and you know what? I, I can see that. Taking talents to Atlanta. Yeah, the Super Bowl's in Atlanta this year. Oh. Hey, y'all want to hear another surprise? Yes, it is. I knew that. Surprising Go good fact: Chick Fil A will not be open during Super Bowl Sunday. They did not make a waiver for them to work Super Bowl Sunday. Do people get Chick-fil-A on, on Sunday? On Chick-fil-A Sunday? is built into the Atlantic get... Stadium. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Another surprising good fact for all my nerds out there is that even though Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays in the in the Atlantic football stadium, it was the third ranked highest restaurant and venue in the entire um Dome in the entire dome stadium. That was pretty impressive. Hey, Chick Fil A always has a place in my heart, even though a lot of people cancel them and boycotted them because the owner is problematic. I guess he he he's a very religious man. He's going to run his company very religious. You can't hate him for that. Well, you can if he if if it offends you. True. Just don't eat there. Wow. Well. That is a question for <laughs> another day, a topic for another day. Tomorrow. I told you Americans are becoming sensitive. Oh, my goodness. But thank you, oh, 12-volt peoples. We appreciate the love. We know this conversation is going to garner a lot of respect, a lot of feedback. You know where the find is at. Demar Sheffy on Facebook. Look us up. We look forward to hearing from you, talk to you, and, listen, and we hope to hear from you next week. Take care.